Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, I've got a dream from Anonymous about ex-boyfriends and tornadoes. If that's not enough excitement, we also have catnaps. <laughs> They have to do with Snoop Dogg asking for your digits, mm. unstable monkeys, holy pecs, my, my. <laughs> and self-deprecating rap battles. And you're not going to want to miss this week's topic as I talk about the 1977 plane crash of Leonard Skinner and what does it have to do with a dream. All right, bestie, we want you to snuggle up and stay warm on this winter night. And let's get started. Woo! Let's Okay, I'm a little begin. nervous about this, Mindy. Right. Now. Right. Okay, I'm nervous. No, no, I'm not. Nervous. I'm nervous, excited, so nervous? but like, I don't really know how to say it. So let's just, let's just start. Let's go with it. Okay, okay let's just now. We know you love listening to our crazy dream interpretations. But I have a feeling out there there's more than one of you that sits with your pen and paper while you listen and take down your own notes and interpretations. And we want to hear them. So this week, take out your pen and paper and analyze this first dream. But before, but before you do, we will have the actual person that dreamt this on the show in a few weeks to announce two winners, one for most accurate interpretation and two for the most entertaining oh. interpretation. So you're going to want to submit <laughs> oh, your interpretation oh my, my. so you get a shout out on the show and maybe a sticker or something will come your way. This. Some I love awesome this merch. idea. Oh, so, yep. Let's get started. Are you ready? I, I don't know. I'm I'm along with our besties for this ride. I have I've no idea, idea what's new going year, on. New year, new idea, right? New year, new idea. You said something it's, fun, something different. Try. I said, let's go hurt. with it. So. so we'll find out okay. in a few weeks. Okay. And we'll find out who our winners are, too. Okay, so here's the okay. dream. Besties, okay. are you ready to interpret? <laughs> Okay, Mindy's ready. ready. Here we go. I've got my, I have a blue colored <laughs> pen today. I am set. I love playing. <laughs> my favorite. I was in a parking lot at a strip mall. It was cloudy, but not raining yet. I took a group of guys, including my ex-boyfriend, to dress bar. <laughs> Why? No clue. <laughs> but I sent them over to the men's section, which doesn't exist at a dress barn. I don't think dress barn even oh, exists anymore either, but <laughs> I don't know. There's there is like the plus side and like the regular side, but it's all women's, but and you know, I think they do still exist because I think oh, I saw okay, one not that the one long ago. here closed, but yeah, okay. So I cool. think they do still all right. Okay. <laughs> but this location actually did have men's clothes. So I helped them pick out some new outfits. I bought a purse. <laughs> and yes. we left to head over to a party. Well, let's this talk about this like purse a, good, a little bit. This sounds like a good afternoon. <laughs> Shopping and a party? Mm-hmm. However, I hope it matched her outfit. Oh, Or there. I can't. I don't know. I don't, we don't did. know who this yeah. is yet. 
Okay. However, back in the parking lot, walking to our cars, the sky was now black and the wind howling. Oh, no. Everyone was getting in their cars because we were all headed to the same party. I hope it's not an outdoor party because that would just ruin plans majorly. Not good. (laughs) (laughs) I knew he was my ex in the dream, but I was still driving with him. Yuck. All of a sudden. Oh, kill me now. (laughs) Mindy's having memories. If I have to be any sort of contained room with my ex, it's not going to happen. Off a cliff, right off a Thelma Louise style. (laughs) I I will jump out and let it just roll down. (laughs) All of a sudden. The tornado sirens go off. Damn it. The tornado shows itself. It's in the distance, but it's big and headed straight toward us. Some people drove off. We didn't think that was safe. So we tried to get back in the store, but they wouldn't let us in. My ex knew we shouldn't be in cars or outside. (laughs) But we didn't have time to figure it out. He threw me on the ground and laid on top of me for protection. I remember feeling the pressure change and the noise. My Ooh. God, the noise. So true. It does yeah, I noise. knew Mindy was going to get I know. this. I if you haven't Mindy. heard my tornado experience <laughs> we'll have yet, to tell we have what to go back to, to like, I think it's Jul- July of 2023, <laughs> I witnessed a tornado. And it's on the podcast, so you're going to It's on the podcast, listen. so you're going to have to check. Yeah, mm-hmm, there's pictures and everything. So um, I definitely can recognize that sound. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it. Just as it's about, just as it was about to hit, scene change. Oh, I'm standing in a boy. field with my ex. In He's still world, there. Just stop. <laughs> can you just, if I'm going to do a scene change, can we leave him in the first scene? Can he be, please get the tornado? He, I mean, let at, the least tornado he take saved, him? at least he saved her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like okay. it. Okay. Scene change. I'm standing in a field with my ex in Dream World. This is immediately after the strip mall incident. Oh, yeah. Same bad storm. I guess we lived through the strip mall, but we're now in an open field with other party goers. Very dangerous. And the storm produces a second tornado. Where's Bill Paxton when you need him? Once again, no escape. Not safe to be inside cars during a tornado. But what's worse, a car or just standing in an open field? We weren't thinking clearly. Well, technically... You're supposed to lay down in a ditch. Mindy, it's an open field. There's no ditch. You, you're you going to lay down in the lowest part of an open field that's flat. Just maybe it's a little less. Or you can tie yourself to some like, um, well, you know, some pipes. Oh, like a pipe? Yeah, with your like belt? a pipe. With your mm-hmm. belt. You tie yourself on. That's, that's sure to work. Because yeah, mm-hmm. the belt would not break no, at all under the leather. stress of the wind. It's definitely a leather belt. <laughs> oh, I hope some of our besties have seen the movie Twister. They won't know what we're if talking about. If you haven't, you do need yourself to. a favor. Mm-hmm. One of my top five movies of all time. Immediately watch Maybe it. Maybe top three. Yeah. It's a good one. Okay. We weren't thinking clearly, but my ex put me in the backseat of a car and again laid on top of me, covering me as much as possible. I remember crying Mm -hmm. and he was just holding me and telling me everything would be okay as, once again, the pressure started to build in my ears and I knew the tornado was close. Eek. 
and then I woke up. Ooh. The scene change is interesting. And I can't know what I, I'm not going to analyze it. I'm just making a point. <laughs> nope. Mindy's I can't, I cannot can, share my thoughts on this. Can't share the thoughts hmm. just yet, but. Do, yeah. do we get any sort of um, additional information on the I will tell this- you, um, it's a female author with a male, well, obviously, boyfriend. So female-male relationship. I mean, I guess we don't when we when we we don't them, know so. these details. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. sometimes okay. sometimes a dreamer will be like, just for yeah, background, you know, <laughs> I was eating taquitos before I went to bed. <laughs> you know? Ooh, um, I so want to eat taquitos before I go to bed tonight. I just know it is a female dreamer. Okay, okay. Ooh, this is fun. Okay. I like a good game. It's a All party right. game. It but don't have your party, party outdoors during tornado season. <laughs> no, do that's that. always a nope. really really bad idea. Now, Mindy, where do you think they should submit these to? If you want to participate in Brooks, uh, book, well, what are we going to call this? Brooks? <laughs> yeah, what is it? I don't want to do my job this week, so let's <laughs> let other people do it contest. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a good one. <laughs> it's a great idea. <laughs> you can submit your interpretations to remolations at gmail.com. Just put in the subject line. Do we have a name? Oh, well, why don't we just call no. it Tornado Interpretation. Tornado Interpretation. Yeah, you can put that in the subject line. That way we'll know you want to participate in this fun endeavor. Mm, Woo! Like fun, fun, fun. All right, Bestie, you heard Brooke. If you <laughs> want to submit your interpretation, go to. you can email us at remolations at gmail.com. But there's also other ways to support the show. Mm-hmm. You can join our sleepover squad. I just was chatting with Brooke about some crazy Taylor Swift dream I just had. You know what? <laughs> That's a sleepover squad. You want to hear what Taylor Swift's wedding dress looks like? Follow us over there. Mindy knows. I do know. I have a premonition. Maybe, maybe not. It's only a few bucks. Gets you access to our sleepover squad. Extra bonus content. Extra behind-the-scenes videos. Always oh, yeah. a fun time over there. Mm-hmm. But thanks, besties. We appreciate Yay. All the support you give us. Absolutely. Are you ready for some cat naps? I am cat naps. It's our fun time of the show where we read through a bunch of dreams, dream stories, one sentence dreams, short dreams, just so we can get a lot of your ideas and dreams out there. And we don't really do too much analyzing of them, but we want to read them because they're on our show and so are you. Well, Brooke, I will give you a... A choice. Okay. Do you want to start with a nightmare or a funny celebrity dream? Oh, funny celebrity dream. Okay, here we go. Okay. This dream was submitted by Anthony, and he's from Chicago. All right. This dream has a title, actually, and he titled it, Dream About Getting Frustrated with a Cell Phone. Mm, I bet no one has ever experienced this in their entire lives. (laughs) Seriously, there's so many times. Here we go. I somehow got to meet Snoop Dogg. Mi- okay, yeah. go on. I, I have to tell you something later. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Oh, guess- that sounds like a party. Whatever Snoop Dogg's involved, I am there. I mean, I would give that man all my time. Did I? Seems like just a quick sidebar, yeah, and I'm please. not trying to like. You know, and we, it's how we usually roll. One sentence in, sidebar. Sounds about not, right. It's not intended to be like, <laughs> la, 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 la. But when I was on vacation in September mm-hmm. in Bora Bora, I just feel like yeah, people br- judge me when rub I Rub it in. 
Snoop had been there like a month before. And our same boat tour guide the one day was like, yeah, he just came out in a jet ski and passed me a joint. And he was like, hey, man, how's it going? And like, just chilled. Like, there were no people in the boat, but he was like coming back or whatever. And he said he was just, he's just passing out cool. joints like they're cigars. Yeah. I'm like, oh, him. Snoop. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, we, we know what our hashtag is today. Oh. Absolutely has to be the, the jet skiing joint <laughs> passing out and hashtag. Tag, what, what does Snoop, Snoop Dog? Dog dream oh i can't wait to hear from him although i do hear you don't dream as much when you are on the cannabis but we need to hear from him to know for certain yeah scientifically scientifically even if he just calls us a daydream we'll take it (laughs) (laughs) we this is for scientific research or but we'll have to tell him we have to meet you in bora bora Oh, where you course. stayed, and then we have a few questions for you, and then just a few. That we'll, sounds like then we're, we just won't. That sounds leave. really creepy, but then okay. We just let's, won't leave. Let's do, let's go with that. All right. So Anthony okay, had sorry. a dream. He got to meet Snoop Dogg. I guess we were chilling and doing something, making music, probably. I can't sure because that's the first thing I would think to do with Snoop Dogg is make music. No, <laughs> it's probably to smoke something. Especially with me, I don't have any musical ability. I'm like, you don't want me to put anything down on that track. <laughs> but I'll I can't, take a puff, puff, pass if you have it. <laughs> I can't remember exactly why he was there, but I know Snoop when I see him. <laughs> I think most people do. I hope so. <laughs> he and I were just talking, and then he asked if he could put my number in his phone. Oh, cool. Sweet. With dreams being so weird about cell phones, I couldn't make out any of the letters or numbers. And if I tried to spot a letter while typing, the letter would just move to another block. It was really weird. Oh boy. I would just put an emoji. I would just put like, a, oh, ooh, what, emo- like what emoji? Instead of putting your name in a cell phone, what emoji would just symbolize you? Me? Just oh. you in general. One emoji. Maybe... A kitty cat with the hard eyes? <laughs> oh, of course it would be. Of course. I'm going to change yours right now. Oh, no, that's not what I am. What am I in your phone? You, yours is Brookie. But I'm going to put an emoji on the back of yours. <laughs> I love it. Are you the poop? Are you the poop? Please. Really? That's what you'd give me? You're so rude. Um, no, I didn't say that's what I'd give you. I, would I wouldn't choose you... it for myself either. Hmm. What would I give Mindy? Mm. I feel. Is there someone that's just on the move? <laughs> on the move. The person running? Like the running emoji? Yes, the person running. <laughs> okay. Because you're always doing stuff. But what would you pick? Oh, I think that's a good one. But I, I was going to say stars. <laughs> just stars. I love it. I, I love just, it. Just like the, no, not I, the one star, but the multiple stars, like the, the two star yes, emoji. Yes, no, no. I, yeah. I think you know that's which one I'm pretty. About. Yeah. I. Okay. I like it. I might add that to yours as well. Well, I think Anthony should have just tried that. <laughs> he also says, the keyboard layout on the phone changed a lot, too. It just kept moving around. I got frustrated trying to put my contact information in for Snoop. <laughs> this is poor Mindy. Mindy's, like, looking at the letters and numbers going, oh, shit. All the time. Oh, shit. I guess Snoop grew impatient and snatched the phone away before I could finish. (laughs) 
Stupid you lost. <laughs> Well, he probably had it for like 10 minutes over there. Like, right. Uh. Okay. Just put a poop emoji. Just put something, Anthony. Anthony does finish up with saying, I feel like the dream is telling me that I need to make more use out of the connections I have or else I'll lose some pretty big opportunities. Makes sense yeah. because I'm a DJ and I meet a lot of people. I haven't met Snoop Dogg yet, though. Well, fingers crossed for you, Anthony. Fingers I hope crossed. he does get that. I hope you do. I do, too. I do, too. And let us Maybe. know what happens. And then if it doesn't work in the cell phone, just see if you can find a piece of paper. Like old school. Like write hey, it down on guy, a piece of paper. This guy lives by you, Mindy. Grab Snoop Dogg's hand, ask for someone to give a pen to you, and you write it on the palm of his hand. Have you ever done that, Brooke? I haven't. It sends to like... No? Some of it gets worn off by the end of the night, and it's, like, good as gone. If it's sweaty, yeah, I know. But, hey, it's better than not getting in Snoop's phone at all. I would, like you said, piece of paper would be the best bet. Yep, i go Business card, that. maybe, Anthony? <laughs> or take your phone and text him your phone. Get his phone number, text him. There's hey, it's Anthony. Text me back. <laughs> it's your boy, Ant. <laughs> DJ Ant from Chicago. Best wishes to you, Anthony. (laughs) I've got Miss Gracie from Orlando. Mm -hmm. Gracie, love the name. I woke up once in a bright white light and I threw a punch into the light just out of instinct, but not knowing necessarily what was Mm -hmm. there. Interesting. With the confidence that I had one chance to take out that something or someone, I threw that punch, felt the pain and went right back to sleep. When oh. I got up in the morning, oh, I had no. a pain the length of my arm. <laughs> we know where this is going. Yeah. I went in and got it checked. I had dislocated a bone in my hand, and it oh, still is, and messed up my wrist, my elbow, and my shoulder. I have no idea who or what I was throwing that punch at, What? Did but you- I hit a very solid wood dresser next to my bed oh could you imagine like full force punching a piece of wood wow as much as i did to my arm i didn't leave a mark on it the the dresser no no mark on the dresser my ex-husband taught me to throw a punch with my full arm with the weight of my body yep learned that well good (laughs) that's what she says And then that's it, <laughs> Gracie. Oh my God, she's permanently damaged from a dream. Ooh, that's painful. I wonder. I haven't heard that uh, one before. No, uh, we haven't. I wonder if the dresser was white. I wonder, like, what? Or even if it's like you think, like maybe a black dark force you'd want to punch, but a yeah, white like force. That, I think that's interesting. That you would, yeah, the white makes it seem like, especially br- brilliant, bright. She's white. like, I'm not ready to oh. die yet, God. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe like get out of here. I'm not ready to go down that tunnel yet. But yeah, to punch a bright white light, usually it's the dark, scary ones. Mm -hmm. Ouchie. Thank you, Gracie. Well, speaking of dark and scary, I've got a nightmare here from (gasps) Joe. J-O. Just so you know. Oh, from Orlando. Sticking in Florida. Wait, Gracie's from Orlando. Do they know each other? They're best friends. Joe and Gracie. I think that sounds cute together. Maybe. That is Joan Gracie. This one's called Surviving a Tiger Attack. (sighs) Okay, I'm scared. Go ahead. I was in some woods with a friend. 
maybe Gracie. We'll say Gracie. I was in the woods with a friend named Gracie. (laughs) (laughs) At a cottage house that was near a stream, but it was also deep in the woods. We saw a tiger and locked the door. Switched off the lights. a wooded area with a cottage? Okay. (laughs) Locked the door, switched the lights, and stayed calm. But Mm -hmm. the tiger came to the door banging and scratching on the door with its big nails. Mm. I asked my friend to move aside, and I was holding the door firmly, but I didn't realize a tiger was looking at me through the holes in the door. Its nose, eyes, and teeth were directly above my head. It made a hole through the door and was trying to grab me. I think he's trying to do more than grab you. I think he's trying to have you for dinner. Yeah, he's Hungry. Or have you as his mate? <laughs> Tiger mate. <laughs> Tiger mate. Maybe I he's ca- got a fancy, you know, like it's like wow, maybe that he looks likes good. People maybe named want to eat it. Arm candy. Where's Tiger events? Where's his Tiger red carpet events? <laughs> I call out to my friend and ask him to bring the red chili powder from the kitchen. Oh, oh no. I know what's going to happen. Well, it's, well, when it's late for death, Brooke, I mean, you kind of get to, you get to I know, survive. I know. It's, it's allowed. It's allowed. I, I know you don't like it. Okay. It's allowed. I then threw the powder on the tiger's face and stabbed the tiger with the broken wood. And then I woke up. <laughs> I had this dream at three in the morning and couldn't fall back asleep. That would be intense. It would. That be. would be that's, intense. That's very like scary. you're in a fight of your life in a very kind of. Besides it being like a wooded area, like with a cottage, <laughs> I would think that this is a very realistic scenario. That like, say it's a very sure. secluded place, and you know, tigers are endangered and. You know, food is food at some points. Mm-hmm. Like they have their food that they eat, but when they're endangered, it's like they move they're in going and for have people to be opportunistic. Joe. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, very, very smart to grab yes. the chili powder, though. Yes, I like that. I like that a lot. That's the old cool hand Luke trick, right? Did we <laughs> cool just not talk Joe. about this a few episodes ago? A few cool episodes. Hand Luke? Did we talk about the cool hand Luke thing? I don't believe I so. Talk? Okay, because in the movie Cool Hand Luke, when he is. Um, spoiler alert, I mean, the movie's a thousand years old. Spoiler alert, (laughs) when he escapes from prison, they have, like, the hounds after him, and Mm -hmm. he goes into this one person's kitchen, takes all the peppers and stuff, and starts putting it all over the grounds, and then takes off so that when the dogs get there, they just, they can't smell anymore. They're just sneezing and, like, yeah. Cool hand Joe. Smart, yep. Yep, love it. Cool hand Joe. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) All right, Francis from Prescott. Mm. I had a dream I was in a rap battle with my sister, but I can't oh. rap, so I started singing instead. Well, you know, <laughs> this rap would be sing. me. I'm it's like, thing. I don't know what to do, so I'm just gonna dance a few. <laughs> hey, you rhymed. That's just the start of rapping. You got it. I mean, I it. could win. I could win. This. You could. Um, <laughs> my sister was killing it, and then when. <laughs> Sorry. And when it was my turn, I just started roasting myself instead. Oh. <laughs> I'm uh dyslexic. Hey, remember? I, um 
don't I work too hard much all the time. Um, okay, that's self. I'm not gonna self deprecate myself. That's a right terrible now. roast, Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> I was using all of these creative and poetic insults on myself until I made myself cry. Oh, <laughs> that's too deep, Francis. Don't go that's that a, deep. Don't don't hurt yourself. But like you that. know what? She's given it all to the crowd. Obviously, yeah, she's given yeah. it all to the crowd. Yeah, love it. Oh, everyone was so impressed with all the insults I came up with <laughs> and with how effective they were on me. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> that I ended up winning the rap battle. Yay! Congratulations, Francis. I was singing, I roasted myself instead of my opponent, and I cried, but I still won. Hello, good job, you Francis. Have, I hope you have the biggest trophy <laughs> ever. Or maybe like a belt. Like I hope so too. I feel like if it's a rap battle, Ooh, you should a win a belt. Yeah. Like one oh of those God. like WWE belts. Like a wrestling belt. Yeah. Like I was gonna say one of those huge wrestling belts. I think or that'd be super just cool. Diamond Francis, belt. that'd be fine too. I hope you got a belt. We hope you got a belt. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we have Maya from Plymouth, Michigan. I had a dream where I was in a restaurant enjoying my meal. After finishing my food, a family with a girl who had an unspecified disability sat at the adjacent table. I struck up a conversation with the girl and offered to pay for their meal. Very kind of you. That's very nice. Good deeds. Mm-hmm. As I headed to the counter to pay my bill, I realized the dishes were very expensive. Oh. That's never a pleasant surprise. And then I became worried I might not be able to cover her bill. <laughs> Get, look I'm at like, the menu um, before you sit down. Soup? <laughs> Only appetizers. <laughs> when I reached the counter and asked for my bill, I was filled with guilt and I couldn't af- that I couldn't afford to pay for the family's meal. That does suck. I don't like that very much. <sighs> Just trying to do something nice. No, I don't like, like it either because it's uncomfortable for everyone. Yeah. Like, hey, come out to dinner. I'll take care of it. And then they're all excited. And then you're horribly embarrassed. And then Ooh. they're uncomfortable because they have to somehow come up with their own. It's not a good situation meal. for me. Oh, this, it's at uncomfortable. That, at that moment, an elderly, affluent looking lady approached me and complimented my appearance, mm. suggesting that I should consider Whoa. marrying a politician. Or a businessman. <laughs> like, unwanted advice. You'd look great with a politician. Nobody looks great with a politician, bro. What's that? <laughs> no. That's so random. I was left speechless. And then my mom woke me up. I like oh, where, no. I like where your That's heart is in this, Maya. Happens. I really love it. I don't like the unsolicited yes. advice. I don't, but that's an awkward <laughs> dream all around. I don't. Does I don't anyone this like unsolicited advice? I know I don't. Yeah, Brooke. Yeah, you yeah, should marry yeah. Snoop Dogg. <gasps> I will take that advice. <laughs> I'm not Thank offended. You. I will do that, and I will be right there as your maid of honor. I'm not offended even a little. Just help me make it happen. <laughs> Just gotta put us, your phone number in his phone. Just figure out. We gotta figure that out. I could do it. I could do it, and I'd have a backup. I'd have it written on paper. I'd have yeah. a business card, even though I don't have business cards. I have You'd one make it up, make, made up just to give to yeah, you. Yeah, good call. Good call. Like it. Just in case. You've been thinking about it. I like mm-hmm. how prepared you will be. 
I have been in the last minute. I've been thinking about <laughs> We got this. Uh, I'm there, and I will be the best maid of honor, Mrs. Dog. Mrs. Brooke Dog. Oh! Nice. Although you're a cat person, though, but maybe you have to... It's, it's going to be complicated. Well, he was we'll Snoop Lion for a minute. Maybe I can be mm. Brooke Snoop... No, uh, Brooke Dog Lion... <laughs> what were some of his other names? Snoop Dog, Snoop Lion... There was another one I can't oh, remember. Okay, interesting. There maybe have been a few, but okay. anyway, well, I'll take moving it. Moving on. <laughs> okay, so this next one, I actually have three like one sentence ones. So I thought Wonderful. I would kind of just let's share let's roll, them all, let's roll through, and we will just let's roll. So this is Hannah, Isaiah, and Nikki. Okay. So first, Hannah, I had a funny dream where an unstable, an unstable monkey. Attack Joe Biden. Why is oh. this so funny? She asks. <laughs> because monkeys are funny. They are funny. They're it doesn't matter. A monkey could be attacking like your favorite person in the world and it would still be funny. <laughs> they, they can be dangerous. They can be dangerous. Oh, they're very dangerous. They can, they can fuck you up. Monkeys are always funny, and if you're involving them in politics, it's even funnier, if you ask me. So, mm-hmm. I like this one, Hannah. How about it, you? It's like they're all monkeys anyways. <laughs> they're all monkeys attacking monkeys is all this dream That's is all. about. <laughs> Very true. All right. Isaiah said, I had a dream of me fighting zombies from inside a crib, and they were hiding behind the crib. Oh, and also the crib turned into a desert randomly with the outside bars still there. Hmm. Oh, desert crib. That sounds pretty normal. That's an average day. Well, I mean, I'd rather be inside a crib or some sort of fence if they're zombies. I'll take it. But why don't they just go over the top? Because they're dumb. Mm. They're zombies. They just can't figure out how to get over that top rail into the crib. Good point. Just like a two-year-old. Well, I get it. I get it. So there's one time, I don't know if I ever told you this story, um, my mom, this was when my brother was a baby, and I don't know like what age, but he was. she put him down for a nap, so he was in his crib, and she was like doing something around the house, and all of a sudden he was just standing behind her, <laughs> yeah. and, he, and she was like, show mama, show mama how you did that, and he took her into his room, showed her exactly how he got out, and then they rigged it up and fixed it so yep. he couldn't get out again. Well, nowadays they have video, you know, like the video cameras. Yeah. So this is Nikki's. I just woke up from a dream where the last thing I said in the dream was, if I knew the answer to that question, I wouldn't be wearing two skirts. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh. reading it made me laugh out loud. I'm like, go ahead, Nikki, the comedian. <laughs> I, I mean, I can understand pants That's in a it. skirt or like leggings in a skirt because that was us nope, in the two 80s. skirts. But two skirts, it's a little harder two to understand. Skirts. Oh, Nikki, I, Very nice. I bet you're a fun person to be around. <laughs> I just oh, have a feeling. <laughs> I bet. Next. Next, I have Kevin from Carlisle, Illinois. I just woke up from a nap where I died. So, I'm taking a nap after eating some dinner with my brother. I nap often, but I don't really remember my dreams when I nap. However, this dream woke me up. I was running outside in a park, like a trail or something. It was a nice summer day. 
I'm jacked in the stream, which is cool because I got a gut in real life. <laughs> I love when you look so good in your dreams. <laughs> like, can I just and you're be like, like, please wake up looking like this, please? A little taller, like perfect makeup hair. Long, yeah. <laughs> let, let me get some extensions. And let I wake up like, like this 10 every morning lighter. from mm, now be so on. <laughs> fabulous. So I, I, I like it, Kevin. I like, I like how you're. I like here. it too. <laughs> he says, "Anyways, I'm running, and then all of a sudden I stop, look down at my absolutely buff chest, and there's a <laughs> that part's I, I'm on. I like it. I like it. But there's a big hole in my chest, enough to put oh. my finger into." Oh, ouch. I'm confused as I feel myself leaking and I try to stop it, but it won't stop. <laughs> He's like, not, not these, not packs, these your gorgeous, like, gorgeous buff packs are got a hole in them. <laughs> Holy packs. Mindy, you're killing me. <laughs> Oh God! I mean, that can be taken one way. Like, holy packs, or holy packs, or holy. <laughs> Amen, sister. Oh my God! I can't. I need to breathe for a second. Oh, crunch of the carrot. That's what I. That's gonna be my new sensei. Crunch of the carrot. Crunch of the carrot. <laughs> Okay, I feel good now. <laughs> the thing is, I wasn't leaking blood, but a clear fluid instead. So Ooh. part of me's like, oh, I'm good. It's just my lung juice. <laughs> it's just my lung fluid. I it's fine. It's fine. I promise. It's only a finger deep. It's only a finger size hole. But there was so That's much a of it. Deep though. Too. <laughs> I don't know. I'm it's it's a holy chest. Holy uh, chest. It's a holy Not good. Amen. Holy chest, amen. But I knew there was so much, and I knew it was a problem. I started to panic, but it felt muffled. Like I can't 100% get the emotion out because I'm malfunctioning. I tried to reach out to a passerby, but I couldn't speak. I wanted to say, call 911, but I just couldn't. Oh, that's got to be the most frustrating thing when you're in trouble and you just can't. When you're leaking lung juice, you can't. When you're leaking talk. from your finger sized hole in your chest, you got to be able to call out for help. <laughs> I collapsed and I tried to plead for help. Nothing. The edges of my Ugh. vision began to darken. I knew I was dying. It was over. Black. Oh. And then I woke up. That had to be terrifying. Kevin just wraps up with one sentence that says, dreams are, uh, dreams are a trip, eh? Maybe I was a robot. <laughs> Who knows? But I'm quite happy that I woke up. Life is pretty Me dope. too. And I'm I love the word. I like too. that you use the word dope. Yeah, it's it dope. is dope. It's a dope it's dream. Dope. He shared dope a dope dream. dream. <laughs> Appreciate that, Kevin. Your dopey holy dream. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much to our anonymous mystery dreamer. dreamer. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, our mystery dreamer that we're still, you know, we're waiting to hear from you what you think 
her dream means. Mm-hmm. So don't forget to submit those interpretations to remolations at gmail.com with the subject line tornado interpretation. Yep. And our catnaps today. Woo! It was a lot fun. of fun. So yeah, thank you so much. Keep those coming in too. All right, Brooke. That brings us to our topic of the day or topic <laughs> of the week. Topic of the yes, time of, the of now. Could you imagine if we had to do this every day, Mindy? Oh, that'd be so. I would. It's impossible. It's impossible. It would have to be like a, a five minute podcast. It would be the shortest. There'd be one regular episode a week and every other day on Thursdays, and then every other day would be a five yeah. minute episode. Wouldn't happen. Look, I, I knew about the, what I wanted to do for our topic because I felt like, you know, we've been in a lot yeah. of sciencey stuff recently, and I kind of like to do something. I would say fun, maybe historic. Are we switching places? <laughs> well, it has to do with entertainment, so maybe. Okay. Okay. Have you ever heard of someone named Jojo Billingsley? Jojo Billingsley. I'm stumped. Okay. Well, this is a story of Jojo Billingsley <laughs> and her premonition dream. Ooh. You may not have heard of JoJo, but you probably heard of a band named Leonard Skinnerd. Yes, I have, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and if our bestie hasn't, Leonard Skinnerd is an American rock band, very famous mm-hmm. in the 70s. Southern, Southern rock, Southern rock. Yeah, de- definitely developed that genre of rock, which was Southern rock. Everybody knows the song Sweet Home Alabama. Exactly, Everybody. you nailed it. And, and possibly Freebird, too. So Two of their most popular songs. Mm-hmm. Leonard Skinner, the band was formed in Jacksonville, Florida in 1964. And the original band name was My Backyard. Mm, doesn't they don't have, have the, the same ring. kind of that we needed. The pizzazz, did you hear, ooh, you know? did you hear that new song by My Backyard? Wait, outside in my backyard? No, no, my no, backyard. The song by my backyard. Oh, your backyard? Like it's next no! to your backyard. <laughs> so 1969, they decided to change their name to Leonard Skinner. They changed the lineup of Good their choice. band actually a few times. They finally get like kind of like the core mm, yeah. band members in there. Here's a fun fact. Do you know where the name Leonard Skinner comes from? I actually don't. So it's in reference to a character in a so- another song. And this song was an Alan oh. Sherman song. Have you ever heard Hello Mudda, Hello Fada? Hello Mudda, Hello Fada. Here I am at, at Camp Granada. Camp Granada. <laughs> yes. yes. So there's I a character that. in that song named Leonard Skinner. So the band took the character from oh. that song and made their band name. Wow. Okay. Wow, so. that's funny. I love yeah. stories like that. Well, now we're getting to their first album that was released in 1973. And like I said, it secured that Southern rock genre. The original band members were Ronnie Van Zant on vocals, Leon Wilkinson on bass, Billy Powell on keyboard, and Ed King on guitar. Shortly thereafter, he got replaced by Steve Gaines. But they were kind of just starting to make a name for themselves in the early 70s. By 1973, a song named Free Bird came out, and that really (laughs) threw them into the mainstream music scene. Oh, totally. 
and it's only like a 10 Huge. minute jam Huge. 15 minutes i don't know it's a only it's jam. it's very short it's a very short song. <laughs> yeah but it, it's got a lot of heart and a lot of emotion Mm, it makes me cry all the time. <laughs> 1974, they released their song Sweet Home Alabama, which is pretty iconic. And throughout mm-hmm. their career, they had five studio albums and one live album. Now, you might be asking at this point, what does this have to do with JoJo Billingsley? <laughs> so let me tell you. Yeah, JoJo Billingsley. That's what I want to know. <laughs> JoJo was born in 1950 in Memphis. But she grew up in Mississippi. She was the youngest out of seven kids. She had a passion for music Oof. from the day she was born. She sang in her local church choir. She studied music and voice at the University of Mississippi. So she was a girlie who loved her music. Nice. She was also a big Leonard Skinner fan. Mm-hmm. So one day she was at a concert and she heard through the grapevine. This is, you know, still while they're coming up, you know, they're up and coming. She heard through the grapevine they were looking for backup singers. So, Miss JoJo made her way backstage. <laughs> your face right now, you're like on the edge of your seat, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> like you want to see story. it. Join our sleepover squad. <laughs> um, so she just, I'm she's into like, it. she knew what she wanted. She went backstage and she's like, I heard you're looking for a backup singer. I can sing. Well, Ronnie Vincent looked at her. Go ahead. Up and down. Well, whoops. Yeah, mentioned that and said, you're hired without hearing her sing a note. He just liked the way she looked. He said, you're hired. You can be a backup singer for the band. All right. That's an easy interview. She joined the band in 1975 (laughs) with two other backup singers, Casey Gaines, who was the sister of the guitarist and Leslie Hawkins. Mm -hmm. They were backup singers for, you know, a few years, but... About 1977, the band was starting to go on tour, and they didn't know that they needed their backup female singers anymore, so they wanted to go on mm-hmm. tour without the singers. But as soon as they went on tour, they realized they really wanted the girls as backup singers, so they kind of like wanted to rehire them. So they kind of had like a little, a little bit of off period, but they're like, you know what? People like the backup singers. Oh, yeah. You know, bands, they're just, they're finicky anyways. They, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Musicians, you know. But that brings us to October 17th, 1977. Leonard Skinner had just released its fifth studio album that was called Street Survivors. Well received. Within a few days. Like, they knew, like, it was on the charts. Radios were starting to play it. It was doing great. For a short time, the band decided to tour without their backup singers, like I said. But by the fall of 1977, they reconsidered and requested that JoJo rejoin the band for their current tour. So Ronnie, the lead vocalist, reached out to her, and he wanted her to meet them in Greenville, South Carolina, the next stop on their tour. But according to this interview, I saw, and you can see it on YouTube, I'll put the links in our show notes, Deb, she went by Deborah later in life, so if I interlace Deborah with JoJo, the same person. She says, while I was talking to him on the phone, I heard one word, and that word was, wait. And the interview asked her, like, you heard a word inside of you? And she goes, yeah, wait. But JoJo decided mm-hmm. to meet with a band a few days later in Little Rock. So this was before Greenville. So it was like the, the stop, I think, before Greenville. Just for a little bit of reference okay. here for what's coming up. And then the interviewer says, you had a dream. What was the dream? She replies, I saw the plane crash and she goes on to say 
It was like the most vivid dream I ever had. It was like in Technicolor. And I saw the plane shake. And then, you know, I saw it smack the ground. And I was like, oh. Oh, and I, God. And I woke up screaming. And my mom ran in there and was like, honey, what in the world is wrong? And I said, mama, I dreamed the plane crashed. It was just a dream. Go back to sleep, my mom said. And I thought, I can't. Oh. Sometimes you got to trust those instincts you've got, those intuitions. Two days later, as the band was beginning their three-month tour in Greenville, South Carolina, the one that she was actually supposed to go meet them, the band had just finished playing their show at the Greenville Memorial Auditorium. The band boarded a Convair CV240. It was a twin-engine plane with about 29,000 hours flight hours on it. It was kind of like a, a private chartered mm-hmm. plane to take them to their next show. Yeah. They were headed to Baton Rouge to LSU for a show the following night. Okay, so here we have JoJo, who had <laughs> this dream. <laughs> Two days later, this band is aboarding a plane. 26 Which people. Which she would have been on if she was toured, touring with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 26 people boarded that plane, which was 24 passengers and two crew members. So let's talk about this flight. 4.02 p.m., the flight departed. It was scheduled as a two-hour and 40-minute flight. So their estimated time of arrival... I'm so nervous already. ...in Baton Rouge was 6.45 p.m. Now, here's an interesting side story I found as well. So if you don't mind (laughs) taking a little sidestep here for a minute... You, you know the band Aerosmith, Brock? No. No? Not that you haven't heard of them? I've heard of them, yes. <laughs> Which is interesting because they kind of started Might the same classic like, rock genre, kind of like that, you know, they had, mm-hmm. had that same sound very early on if you listen to the two bands around the same time. Aerosmith, in one of their biographies, said that they declined to charter this plane because they were offered to lease it and they declined it because it wasn't up to snuff. And the crew later recalled in this biography that they saw the pilots sharing a bottle of Jack Daniels between them as the plane was being inspected. So Aerosmith uh, passed up on this uh, plane. G. Wow. (sighs) I know. Everyone just like Steven Tyler for making that choice. Just take a minute. Let's just we know what's coming, right? We know what's we know what's coming. Not to spoil it, but uh, it's like watching Titanic, the movie. You, you know, know what's going to happen. What's happening, but you're still yeah. like, <laughs> how are we getting there? How are we getting there? <laughs> One of the people on the plane that boarded was Casey Gaines. She, again, was a sister of the guitarist, but also a backup singer. One of the backup singers they were trying to bring yep. back on tour. She had expressed doubts to Van Zant about flying on this airplane because from what I can conclude from what i can tell jojo had reached out to the band and said i had a horrible dream and this is just my interpretation of it but they're both backup singers and and they probably were close yeah i think that casey really took to heart this premonition that jojo had and was very trepidatious about getting on this plane at night that has to be the worst feeling in the world. Like I don't know. I don't man. feel like I should get on this plane, but you're like, oh, I'm. It's so rare. I'm just overreacting. But right. like, 
to have to decide just like if I don't get on this plane, then I'm not on the tour. You know, it's like oh yeah, such a oh my it's god. Hard. So Van Zant did talk everyone into going on this plane and using it. He said, supposedly, according to other band members later reported, before boarding, he said, if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. All right, so we have our plane. It's filled with 400 gallons of 100-octane low-lead fuel. The pilots told air traffic control it had enough fuel for five hours for a scheduled two-hour and 45-minute flight plenty of fuel mm-hmm. they received the weather in return and you know me brooke i love my ntsb reports <laughs> so i know you do here we go <laughs> so the plane takes off at 402 we're at 642 p.m and here is what was heard they made a call to houston center pilot said yes sir we need to get to an airport the closest airport you've got sir and they responded asking the crew if there was an emergency Their reply was, yes, sir, we're low on fuel. We're just about out of it. We want vectors to Macomb. Post haste, please, sir. Three minutes later, they requested an emergency landing. The next transmission, the pilots say, we're not declaring an emergency, but we do need to get close to Macomb as straight and good as we can get, sir. Center, five vector mic. We're out of fuel. Why wouldn't they consider this an emergency? Right? I mean, I don't I'm get like, that point. Why is that not an emergency <laughs> if you're out of fuel? The center replied, Roger, understand that. You're out of fuel? They replied, I'm sorry. It's just indication of it. The crew did not explain what the indication was. The response was, we're at 4.5. And that was the last transmission from the plane. So within three, it looked like three minutes from their first call to the airport to the time where the lost transmission was only three minutes. It was a very short amount of time. That's terrifying. That That's it. That's that's how long it takes. And According why to, wait until yes, I mean, that's that long to, to be like, hey, we're low, we're low on fuel. Like before mm-hmm. you're on empty, you make the call. You would think it would be more like like a car at least has a light that comes on and it dings. You would think a plane would do the same, And right? what happened? They had plenty of fuel. Well, oh, God. We'll okay. get to that. Okay. We'll get to the, the conclusion okay. of the investigation at the end. But in the meantime, okay. Billy Powell, a member of the band, said this later. Um, spoiler, he does survive, obviously, to give this recount of what <laughs> happened. Um Billy says, everyone was just doing their thing when the pilots told us of the situation. Armitus Pyle, another band member who also survived, was a pilot himself. He told everyone to, like, prepare for the crash because he heard the pilot saying something was wrong. He told everyone to prepare. He recalled Van Zant shaking his head as if to say goodbye. But instead of panicking, said Powell, everybody was just sitting there praying. It would be a harrowing 10 minutes before the plane touched the ground. Ten minutes. A ten Could minute. Could you imagine? Ball, just glide. Knowing you're yeah. probably going to die because you're going mm-hmm. to be in a plane crash and have to wait ten, ten minutes? Full. Yeah, no, this just blows my mind. Palace then says, it felt like being rolled down a hill in a garbage can and being hit by a hundred baseball bats at the same time. 
According to a 1977 wow. interview with Rolling Stone magazine, Powell said, I crashed into the table. People were hit with flying objects all over the plane. The top of the plane tore open as it glided through the trees, throwing people out and leaving a path of instruments and other items from the passengers' oh. section scattered. The plane crashed into a swampy, oh wooded area. Oh, oh, it's even worse. There's going to be alligators and crocodiles. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Brooke, I didn't even think of that. Oh, stop. Oh, <laughs> I think of all the bad things. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> well, again, the plane crashed in a hor- uh, heavily forested area five miles northeast of Gillsburg, Mississippi, and there were six victims that died immediately on impact. Ronnie Van Zant, the lead vocalist, Steve Gaines, the guitarist, Casey Gaines, Steve's older sister, the backup singer, mm, his- who didn't want to get on the plane in the first place, mm. Walter McCurry, the pilot, John Gray, the co-pilot, and Dean Kilpatrick, which who was the assistant road manager. The rest of the 20 people I were severely believe- injured. I was like, I don't know how anyone survives a plane crash. Well, they didn't it. survive it well. They had and multiple fractures, lacerations. Like, I think one of them just, from what I read, it was like they noticed their nose was like hanging off the side of their face. It was completely ah! off. <laughs> I don't know. Whew, I'm going to put some, some content warnings in this. By the way, um, <laughs> it was 30 minutes before any, res- any rescue crew was able to get to them because it was so deep in the woods. Um, so they had to wait 30 minutes before a helicopter or any first responders arrived. The survivors' saving grace was there was no fire on board when the plane crashed. That had to be it. I mean, did it, it must have made, since it didn't like nose dive into the ground, it kind of like landed into the trees, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. So it, it kind of like just like, broke apart. Boom crash, but like, oh God. We'll flip back real quick to JoJo. What she then said next in her interview on this video interview was her brother came into the room and said, the plane has crashed and Ronnie is dead. I was like, oh, my God, you know it. It's horrible. I looked on the news and the special bulletin, Leonard Skinner's plane crash. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I have been drinking and sobered up like boom. <sighs> so let's get to that NTSB report uh, that was released. It was it took oh a little God, while. It was like yeah. eight months later. It does take a while for them to do their investigations, but here's yeah. what we found. Well, first of all, there was no flight data recorder or cockpit voice recorder. It was not required in a plane of that size, so they didn't have all the information oh, they may okay. have maybe had in a larger airplane because it was like a smaller plane at the time. It was not required, so we didn't have well, that maybe that information. Be. I think maybe now it is. That black box or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. That black box. Even though it's orange or red usually. <laughs> yeah. And Jerry Seinfeld once said, like, if the black box is the only thing that can survive a plane crash, why don't they make the whole plane out of the black box? <laughs> you would think, right? <laughs> <laughs> so here's what we know about what happened once it started falling from the sky. Oh, the wreckage God. path was 490 feet long. It hit started to hit trees that were 80 feet tall that were three foot in <gasps> diameter in the final 300 feet of the flight. So it just started, like like you said earlier, it just started clipping trees. It started coming down. The left horizontal stabler and the outboard section of both wings were torn off. The right outboard ra- <gasps> wing panel was torn off. The fuselage 
disconnected from the rest of the plane and continued forward another 140 feet after impact. Cabin seats were mm. separated. So, and there's actually a diagram, so I'm going to post that on our blog. So if you haven't checked out our blog yet, just go to remolations.com. You'll be able to see all this. As far as the pilots go, they were well experienced. The pilot, the captain had 6,801 flight hours. The co-pilot had 2,300 flight hours. So it's not like they were inexperienced. And blood right. tests proved there was no alcohol or drugs in their systems at this time. But why <sighs> did they think they had enough fuel? Right? Why? Why? Yes. Yeah. Um, in the end, here's what the NTSB said caused it. The NTSB determines that the probable cause of this accident was fuel exhaustion and total loss of power for both engines due to crew inattention to fuel supply. Contributing to the fuel <sighs> exhaustion were inadequate flight planning and engine malfunction of undetermined nature in the right engine, which resulted in higher than normal fuel consumption. And that's so all we know. The right engine was consuming more fuel than it needed to, and that's, that's why what they didn't have like. enough to get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But also, it's, it's were like they also, watching their gauge? Exactly. Shouldn't they be Watch watching your gauge? The, I mean, I know I try to go as far on empty as I probably should in Mark hates it. <laughs> But but you're not flying in I'm the not, air. I'm not flying in the air. I'm not. I'm just gonna probably die on the side of the road. It's a lot safer than carrying 26 <laughs> people on board. So between yeah. not paying attention and uh, an engine that may or may not, because we don't have the flight, all the flight data, consumed more mm. fuel than necessary. That's kind of where we're we're left. Regardless, watch your gauges. <laughs> That's the, that's the lesson we're taking out of this. Watch your gauges. Yes. <laughs> so that, remember me talking about that, that album that just got released right before, yes. like three days before mm-hmm. this happened. So Street Survivor, the album, became their second platinum album. It hit number five on the Billboard 200 charts, which was their highest position ever yep. charted. The song What's Your Name from the album reached number 13 on the charts in 1978. And here's another interesting thing. The original album... Oh, God. I can't, I can't take anymore. <laughs> the original album cover for Street Survivors featured a photo of the band amid flames. One of the band members, Steve Gaines, was actually in that graphic, was kind of obscured by the flames. And actually, he was one of the victims of the airplane crash. Um, so out of respect for his widow... The album company replaced the cover with a plain black background. So same photo, but just having the band on a black background instead of having the flames overlaid mm-hmm. on top of the photo. The flames. Yep. But 30 years later for their deluxe album, they actually brought the flames back, the original album cover. Which, I don't know. I mean, I, I can understand being a widow that you wouldn't, that's kind of, that's tough. Like, I can understand her request. That uh, is that's tough. Hard. Yeah. Ugh. But at the same time, it's like it happened before the cover was there before it happened. It doesn't make it any easier, no. but it is kind of a way to say, like, we've picked ourselves up. 
Yeah. And we yeah. we embrace everything that happened since it it wasn't like they did it the next year. Right. Like, 30 yeah. No, know? 30 years is a long time. Agreed. Yeah. 30 years is a good time, you know, it'd be like, "Hey, here's, you know, like a special edition, you know, this yeah. is what it was supposed to be." People go crazy for that shit. Yeah. And then if you're in case you're wondering, there is a memorial that is like there's a highway sign that says it'll take you to the memorial, which is near the crash site. So if you're down in Mississippi, you can visit that memorial if you want to see it. The band, like I said, there was a lot of band members who survived. So they pretty much the band dismembered after that. Absolutely. So they took a 10 year hiatus. But in 1987, Leonard Skinner returned. Mm hmm. Four of the plane members who were originally on the plane, Rossington, Powell, Wilkson, and Pyle, returned to the band. Can you imagine? Yep. You survived this plane crash, and you're like, okay, 10 years, ready to do it again. Let's get the band back together, as they say. Could you imagine? We need a lead singer and a guitarist, please. Yeah. Well, speaking of guitarists, the original... Guitarist that was in the original band, Ed King, rejoined. And Ronnie Van Zant's younger brother, Johnny Van Zant, took over as lead vocals for the band. Mm -hmm. The new, so to say, rejoined Leonard Skinner has been making performances and appearances since that time. And it's just crazy to think that they're still doing it. They still have a passion for the music and they... Still want to be out there making people happy. The last thing I want to give you an update on is Jojo Billingsley, who now goes by Deborah. Yes. Who then changed Deborah Joe White. After that crash, she became a born-again Christian. So she kind of, uh, having mm-hmm. been a user of drugs and alcohol, kind of through those years that she was touring with the band, gave it all up. Yep. Uh, went back to her religion. She married her husband, Tim. She had two children, a son and a daughter. Her son is in the U.S. Navy. She did rejoin the new Leonard Skinner for a few charity tours, but it was not like her passion anymore to be kind of part of that band. But she did kind of join them for a few things. And then, unfortunately, she did die of cancer at age 58. Mm, That dream. Let's just go back to that dream for a second because... She would have died a lot younger. Had she had... Gone back to that band. She probably would have been sitting by her friend, the other background singer. And yeah, and she died. So I'm, oh God, this is, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. And I know the story, but like not in that much detail. I you was knew, like, you knew the, the story. You knew the story that Leonard Skinner's plane crashed, right? I mean, I think most most of us do. Yes. Did you know? Did you know the story yeah. of the premonition and of the dream? No, I didn't know any of the premonition stuff. Yeah. No, wow. Nor yeah. the like the details of the crash and stuff like that. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing. Ooh, listen to your dreams, Ooh. folks. Listen to your dreams. That's all I gotta say. And how about that inner voice saying, "Wait, Wait. yeah, wow, listen, wow, wow, wow." And that, folks, is the story <gasps> of Skinner and JoJo Billingsley's premonition dream of the crash. Thank you for sharing that. So fascinating. I know. That's a lot, though. I'm like, I'm like, I'm feeling tense. I'm I'm tired. (laughs) I feel like all my muscles have been clenched for the last 20 minutes. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about something (laughs) more fun. Like, we're getting more snow. We're getting more snow. (sighs) More snow. Well, it hits the funny thing. We just had what, like a foot? 
or something. We, well, you guys got to, if you listen to last week's episode, we were talking about the snowstorm and how it was going to come. You guys, mm-hmm. two and a half hours away from me, got like a foot of snow. Yes. Yes. Is it fun? Do you love and? it? Did you, did you go sledding? Did I you build a love... snowman? No. Are you kidding me? I stayed inside and almost cried. (laughs) You know, I was so worried because the kids' school that day, a week ago, said, you know, we'll let you know by 5 a.m. if school is canceled. So I wake up at Mm. 5. Normally, I have to leave the house by like 6, 10 with the kids. I woke up at 5, no email. Mm. So I'm like, okay, time to get ready for the day. So I start getting ready. The email comes out after I got my contacts in. I've brushed my teeth. It's like, school's canceled at 5.30. I was like, Damn it. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have crawled out of bed. You said five. You didn't. You didn't no, adhere to your No, you could thing. have possibly slept in, too. So, and, and, and like, the kids started getting up. So, I go, I'm like, school's canceled. They're like, yay. Everyone went back to bed, which was great. But here we are again on the cusp of another winter storm <laughs> coming tomorrow. I think another you guys are going to get hammered. Seven to 14 inches. Yep. yep that's why I think we're Seven to 14 get, like, more inches. It's only been, it's hasn't even it's been a few days really yeah right (laughs) it's bad but i will say the kids school already got canceled tonight so lucky for them another snow day tomorrow i don't know i don't have any alarms can sleep in i'm not looking forward to nice to know ahead of time yeah but it's going to be another dump of snow Mm -mm. are you guys getting that much again too i think it's like at least like seven nine inches yeah It'll be it'll be fun. I'm not go I'm not yeah. planning on doing anything or going yeah. anywhere. It's all good. I got the groceries good. I need. And like I said, at least you know. Yeah. Okay. So my brother called me and I can't remember what time it was. He had his trivia and so he called me and he was like all breathing heavy and stuff and I'm like, What's wrong? And he's like, Well, my car's down at the bottom of the hill. Like oh. the neighborhood he lives in, it's all hills. Where does it's he live? All hills. Yeah. So he's stuck by down by where the lake is, and our, the house is up one hill, then up another hill, mm-hmm. and then up a driveway. And his drive home already was. He said it was this the worst it's ever been. It was complete complete whiteout conditions. Mm-hmm. This big truck sideswiped him, and he had not hit him, but pushed oh. him off the road. Oh, and when God. he was getting back on the road, a U-Haul came by and like pushed him back off. And then he gets to his neighborhood and he can't get up the fucking hill. So he has to walk all the way, all the way up these hills, all the way to the house. And then he's like, well, someone's going to find a diet Dr. Pepper cherry in the ground in the snow tomorrow because (laughs) I fell and it went flying. (laughs) And so now he's all like bruised from falling. And I'm like, oh, winter just sucks. You put the spikes on your shoes. Winter just sucks. But I mean, unless you sucks. live, you know, California, I'm sure it's lovely. I, I will say, you know, I, I enjoy my self-care long, long shower times. And I was sitting in my shower because <laughs> I, I relax and don't judge. And I'm just looking at flights. I'm like, where, where can I go? That's not in the Midwest. California, Wait. what are the what are the flight costs to California Please. right now? What are the flights to to Florida? Just take me out any of here. anywhere, Arizona, at Las Vegas, <laughs> a, anywhere. Yes. Mm. And then I was like, oh <laughs> shit, I don't have any money. And then I got out of my shower and it was depressing. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a bummer, right? Like <laughs> it when was you're a total like, bummer. I really want to get away, and I you're would like, love to. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's not enough money, money in the bank account for that. So yeah. if there's any, if like maybe United or American Airlines, you know, you want to sponsor us, we'd be happy to have <laughs> we'll that We'll do a live show we'd from anywhere warm. We'll do a live show from I'm not going to Canada. plane you want us to. And we'll- right now. In the winter, at least. I love Canada. I would, I would love Canada, just not in the winter. Oh, I was like, why? What do you have against Canada? No, no. I just don't want to go where the, I, I have to stay like no, south I of the snow I get belts it. here. We're not going further north. Mm-hmm. But over the years of this podcast, which will be going on for, you know, long, 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 long time, we will need flights and we'll do whatever you want. We'll do whatever you want. I like Delta, that. Delta, and United, you? and American. Yeah, do- we're not even talking to Spirit or Frontier. Not on our list. I don't think so. <laughs> These girls have some class. Or we just like to get where we want to go on time or and with our bags. So, mm-hmm. Yep. That's all I ask. It's not too much. Let's throw a dart on a map and see where we're going for free. Yes. Wait. With oh, let's do it. And let's next week, let's say where you where you've it doesn't have to be a dart, but like maybe if you have a globe or just <laughs> so, yeah, just I've got a globe screen. hanging around. I let me just spin that globe. My mom has a globe. But your mom was born in 1950. Go on your iPad screen. Bring up <laughs> 51. Good job. How did you know that? Uh, well, my parents were also born in 1951. I figured it was around the same time. <laughs> So I'll bring um, up Google Earth so to spin next it next week. We virtually, should, yes, and then we'll say where each of us landed, and we'll see which place we'd rather go. Love it. Let's do it. Okay, bestie. Well, let us know where you're going because I'm going upstairs to eat some dinner and be cold. But we need you to still do us one favor, and that's to tell your best friend about the show. You can tell your favorite celebrity you see at Spago's. You can tell your best friend hiding from the tiger. Tell him to go grab the cayenne and also tell him about the podcast. Oh, also tell your favorite yes. rap battle, rap battle tier, your favorite rap battle tier, rap battler. Rap. Tell the person who likes to rap about the podcast. That's how we grow, folks. That's how we keep coming back each and every week as if you just tell one, two, three. Hell, tell anyone you want. We just appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) All right, bestie. While you're sitting there hanging out with Snoop Dogg, having the best time, don't forget about us. And until next week, sweet sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches. (laughs) I gotta turn my heat back on. Freezing. My feet are icicles. (laughs) Poor thing. Like I I poor thing. It seems like thirty degrees in here.